At the Cryptid Keeper podcast, we love to laugh at the darkness, but we would never laugh at the rich cultures that explore it, or the unique cultural significance of the creatures explored. The jokes within are on no one but us. We encourage additional research on the subjects covered here, and hope that a comedy podcast is not your primary source of information. turn that on 30 seconds earlier. Oh, so I, do you wish that the, ca- the camera, do you wish that the microphone had gotten uh, me talking about how um, Cole Sprouse is my only age-appropriate celebrity yes. crush? And how the only thing that would be standing between us is age? And yes. since our ages are compatible, now we will fall in love? Wow, what a weirdly specific retelling of what just happened. Yep. What a weirdly specific retelling. What if, what if my, like, dream slash nightmare, because I know people, I know of podcasts that this has happened to, basically, is talking about a celebrity on this show, like Cole Sprouse, and having them find find this show if it blew up for some reason, and then hear this, and then know. That's, like, my nightmare slash dream. It's both, because it just depends on how it turns out. This is the part where I wink dramatically at the camera. Wink. <laughs> Um, I wish. Because you know something I don't. Yeah, Yeah, no, please, fans, blow this up so that Cole Sprouse finds our embarrassing fan fiction. (laughs) Oh, no. I have had a crush on Cole Sprouse since I was 11 years old. Don't worry about it. Um, It's the longest, oh, it's the longest romantic romantic relationship I've ever had. (laughs) Did you know I used to have a life-size cardboard cutout of Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean, and now I regret everything about that? When did you get rid of it? I got rid of it, like, when I was, like, 16. Okay, so you were fine. Yeah. But I owned it for many... I owned that thing for, like, five... Not five, for, like, four years. That's the thing about it. Johnny survived... Like, or Captain Jack Sparrow survived a lot of stuff. Okay, so this is a bonus episode. (laughs) It will be as soon as I finish figuring out the chords to Wonderwall. (laughs) Everyone's gonna go back now and listen, like, wait, is that what she was playing? It sure is. Today is gonna be the day that... (laughs) I can't do this. But that's what those chords are, in case you were wondering. Welcome to the Cryptid Keeper Patreon, the Patreon for cryptids and their keepers. That's us. And if you paid money, it's you too. (laughs) Alex, please. That's my little riff. What? They already paid? We have their money. (laughs) We've got you guys exactly where we want you. No, I'm kidding. I love you all. We're here because of capitalism. We're here because of capitalism. Because capitalism means we have to have money in order to live. Yeah, Um, and it means that as artists, it's very hard to make the money that we need to make in order to live and keep producing the stuff that you because our labor is devalued under capitalism. Yeah, but thankfully capitalism's version of socialism has allowed us to crowdfund. Yep. So here we go. We're allowed to make our own secret millennial economy. So this is a bonus episode, and I don't think we've done one of those yet, despite talking about it forever. So this is going to set the scene for hopefully what's going to be a very successful run that's going to launch us into the stratosphere of podcasters. I don't know that that's true. But our cryptid today is a very whimsical and super enjoyable little critter. Are you ready for this? I am ready. Called the tea kettler. Which sounds like a Batman villain. It's like, oh, it's the tea kettler. Oh, see, I think it sounds like some kind of, if you take away the the and just call it tea kettler, I think it sounds like a like new generation Pokemon that like old Pokemon fans would be like, why'd they make this? It's so dumb. Oh, that's, that's funny too. To me, it sounds like a Batman villain. Sounds like, like a fairy type Pokemon. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's Egghead or the tea kettler. <laughs> there are a lot of incredibly weird Batman villains. A calendar man. Yeah. yeah. Isn't Condiment King Batman? Yes. Yeah, I knew it. It's all wonderful. But the tea kettler is not any of those things. No. The tea kettler actually falls into 
into the category of fearsome critters, which you may remember us talking about with the hide behind episode. Yes. Fearsome critters is the name given to a specific subdivision of cryptids that are tied in closely to North United States lumberjack lore. Fearsome critters are those denoted in a specific book called, I think, Fearsome Critters. Yep. Of the, Could yeah, you please say Fearsome Critters in the correct voice? Fearsome Critters of <laughs> the you. Lumber Woods. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so the book is called Fearsome Critters of the Lumber Woods, and the tea kettler is one of the cryptids in that book. Now, the reason that this couldn't be a full episode is because there's actually not a lot to go on in terms of the tea kettler. Mostly what we have is we have a description of it as given in the Lumberjack lore, and then no real sightings because... Unfortunately, I don't know that the tea kettler ever really existed. It was a story made up to for lumberjacks to tell freshman lumberjacks as they went through lumberjack hazing. The pledges. All right, lumber but, pledges. But I really want to believe that this one existed because let's get into what the tea kettler actually is. I'm going to describe it to you and then I'm going to see if you come to the same conclusion that I did because I think that it's important. So the tea kettler is a canid, a canid cryptid. It's a it's a dog. It's a dog. It's a dog. That is is, not what I pictured. It is described as a small, sort of stocky dog with cat ears on short, stumpy legs. (laughs) So tell me what your mental image of the tea kettler is. It's a corgi. It's a corgi. It's literally a corgi. It's a corgi. The tea kettler is a corgi, (laughs) but it's specifically a corgi that does two things that set it apart. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. One... It emits a cry that sounds like the whistling of a tea kettle. Oh. So the sound this animal makes is a large, a a big, shrill, piercing cry that sounds like the whistling of a tea kettle. And if you hear whistling in the woods, it's it's not another lumber camp nearby. It's a tea kettler. You know the other thing the tea kettler does? What? Runs backwards. Ew! <laughs> it whistles like a tea kettle, and it runs backwards, and it looks like a corgi. That's all we got. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I was going to say that the tea kettle sound you're hearing in the woods is not, in fact, the tea kettle. I think it was made up as a, a, a smokescreen to cover up the fact that there were lots of lumberjacks who just wanted a nice cup of chamomile tea to go to bed, but toxic masculinity prevented them from admitting it. <laughs> so instead, they invented a small, soft corgi <laughs> who runs backwards for who some reason. Backwards. Is there any explanation as to why it runs backwards? No, it's just what it likes to do. Is it so it can look at you while it <laughs> runs away? <laughs> Probably. Um, in some ver- in some versions of the tea kettler mythos, they also project steam from their mouths like the whistling sound is them <laughs> screaming while they also shoot oh God, steam sorry. at you you know what i've just realized steam. i've just realized that since it runs backwards when it runs towards you you just see that wiggly corgi butt <laughs> yeah oh my literally God. that's it's the most whimsical and perfect cryptid i think i've ever heard of in my entire life it's not at all what i expected it to i be. love the tea kettler Hi, Cryptic Keepers. It's Addison. I'm just interrupting your listening experience for some announcements and a little word from our sponsor. So, first of all, you've heard about them a lot by now, but our sponsor is Studio Headphones. Now, we talk about this product a lot. One, because they're sponsoring us, and two, because it's a product we both use and believe in. Finding quality headphones can be really difficult, especially quality headphones that aren't super unwieldy to use or kind of weird to look at. And studio headphones are sleek and nice to look at and elegantly designed, but also really effective. I edit audio a lot. I'm a voice actor. I do audiobooks. I need headphones that I can hear the details of what I'm listening to on. Studio headphones do that really well while also being wireless capable, as well as having an aux cord and having a uh, plug-in capability, and being just really easy to operate and really user-friendly. 
I know Alex likes their model that is in-ear that you can use for running, and it blocks out a lot of extraneous sound while also allowing you to hear your surroundings. So Studio has been kind enough to give us an offer code to give to you guys. That is K-E-E-P-E-R, which is KEEPER, and you can put that in at checkout for 15% off of your order. Again, that offer code is K-E-E-P-E-R, KEEPER. So thank you to Studio, and be sure to check those out. Additionally, I wanted to let our Patreon donors know that there is a poll on there for $5 and up donors that you can participate in, as well as a new episode of our little podcast within a podcast, A Horror Borealis, is releasing on Monday, which is tomorrow, for all donors of any level. So any of you can access that if your donor's on that page. So I also just wanted to slip in a quick thank you before I go back to the episode. I realize it's been kind of a weird couple of weeks. We were gone and now we're back, but not with a new episode, just a release of something from our Patreon vault, so to speak. And I want to thank you all for your patience. We're still relatively new to the podcasting game in a lot of ways, and sometimes stuff falls through the cracks and life happens, and it can get really frustrating. And I know that you all know that, but I wanted to say something, and I wanted to say thank you for sticking by us and being supportive, and just for everything you've given the show so far. The show exists as it does right now because of you guys. We'd be talking about this stuff no matter what, but having people who actually want to listen to it and build a community with us means the world. So thank you very much, and thank you for your patience. We hope to be back up and running next week. It's just been a very big couple of weeks with a lot of stuff happening. So without further ado, I'll take you back into the minisode. We now return to your regularly scheduled programming. Thanks again. So you said it has two things in common with Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the Beast. What are those things? The whistle and... It's cute as heck. Oh, okay. The cute and the whistle. Uh, right. And there is a third thing, what? which is that I want Angela Lansbury to play one in a movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want Angela Lansbury to voice a tea kettler. Can you imagine? What it's role like, can't she talk It's too. a bunch of, like, lumberjacks out in the woods. And let's just sort of, like, extrapolate on this okay. for a minute. Who right. are lumberjacks? Chris Hemsworth is one of them. Of course. Do I? Yeah. He's definitely uh, Jason one of our lumberjacks. Jason Momoa is another lumberjack. Um, he is also the Beast of Bray Road, so that's going to get confusing once we get into our extended universe, it's but okay. it's fine. If Chris Evans can be both um, the Human Torch and Captain America, Wait, I'm sorry. Jason Momoa can be the Beast of Bray Road and also I need to do some quick Googling so I can appropriately set up this, go- this joke. Don't worry about it. Not worrying about it. Is it a joke that I need to wait on, or is it a joke that's going to come no, up you later? you keep talking. Um, okay, great. And so we need probably one more Lumberjack. I think three is a good number for Lumberjacks. Maybe. A um, good Lumberjack for Lumberjacks. Here's a, here's a beard. Who's a beardy man? Um, Let's, get just a big... Let's get Idris Elba Let's get Idris Elba I was actually going to suggest the guy from the uh, the guy who plays Luke Cage, but that works too. No, Idris Elba is going to be up in He's not beardy, but he's masculine. Um, um, so yeah, so we have our three Lumberjacks, and they're sitting around the fire, and then they hear a shrill whistling off in the woods, and uh, Chris Hemsworth picks up his axe and like grips it menacingly and Jace Momoa like gets real low and like starts to put out the fire like 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 hang on boys we got we gotta watch out for this and Idris Elba sort of like crouches down and points his gun and looks out into the woods and suddenly just running toward them backwards at full speed is a corgi oh, and then God. it stops and it's Angela Lansbury's voice saying put the kettle on loves ah! and it's wonderful and that's it that's the whole short and I love it that's the cutest thing I've ever heard um, my joke is ruined because there's not really an R in the Greek alphabet that works, so all I wanted to say was that they were members of a fraternity, but I wanted it to be Tau, something Epsilon, Epsilon is spelled tree, and I couldn't make it happen. Lumberjocks. Love it. Lumberjocks! F-
Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's just so smart. This bonus content is also like somewhat mature content. I swear on regular episodes. Sorry. I just realized I was angry because I didn't think of the pun first. Yeah, but that's the only one of those we get before this has to stop being a PG-13 podcast. Ah, oh, heck. And it's the corgi episode. (laughs) Cover your dog's ears. Years from now, when this is famous, people will say, oh, what's the most offensive episode? And they'll say, it's actually a 10-minute bonus episode about corgis. We're going to get written up by all the suburban moms. Anyway, I hope this didn't stop any of you from listening and donating us money. If our numbers plummet all of a sudden, we'll know it's Addison they and her trash me on mouth Twitter to blame. And they know I swear. Yeah, Most but they've never had to hear are... you do it in your actual real voice. <laughs> your dulcet tones. <clears throat> would you like me to do my? Would you like me to swear in my Blue Apron ad voice for you? <laughs> oh, I'm I'm not sure. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it's not permitted. Go to Blue Apron. Nope, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I can't. If I'm doing my ad voice, I can't swear. The advertisers don't like it. They can't. You gotta keep that separate. If you'd like to have a filthy-mouthed ad on the Cryptid Keeper and have me do a lot of swears for you, I will. I will do a lot of swears about your great product, Um, or just a regular ad. It doesn't have to have a lot of swears. It doesn't gotta. No. So the tea kettler is. That's it. That's it literally like, all there is about the tea kettle. However, um, just to tell you guys real quick about another fearsome critter that I love, because I was trying yes, also good. to find other fearsome critters I could maybe lump it in with to justify doing like a full length episode. It still wasn't going to work. But there's another one yeah. called the axe handle dog. <gasps> Do you know what? The axe no. handle dog sounds a lot more violent. Do you know what the axe handle dog is? What? It's a dog whose head is kind of shaped a little bit like an axe head. And also his nose is sharp and he likes to run around and steal axe handles. <laughs> excuse me he just goes up to mischief it's an excuse for lumberjacks who like got drunk and lost their axes to be like oh the axe handle dog got it if the lumberjacks are like I don't know man uh, um, yeah the axe handle's missing probably the uh, axe handle dog got it sorry now I'm just imagining the lumberjacks uh, the lumberjacks is frat bros so I'm imagining like okay lumber pledges I'm imagining that and I'm imagining all their the color schemes of their flannel shirts including a lot of salmon and I'm, and I'm imagining both the axe handle dog and the uh Tea kettler rolling up to the lumberjack camp, and the lumberjack, uh, the head one, who I think is probably Jason Momoa, looking at him, going, "So who do you know here?" <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and that's—I spent three semesters in Greek life. I know how it works. I love our lumberjack fraternity. It's They're really good. good. Um, I. <laughs> what's their uh, What's their motto? Uh, what's Latin for "Those trees are dope"? <laughs> I don't know. What's Latin for? Oh, no. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. What's Latin for? Um, you think my axe is cool. You should see these guns. Um, I don't know. I think the Siri, actual- go to Google Translate. <laughs> oh, my God. This is happening. Siri, please. <laughs> Siri, don't blame me like this. Siri, open Google. There we go. Got to cooperate now, huh, Siri? <laughs> taking too long people don't like this downtime well siri's not going to help me out but just know that whatever their motto is it's pretty funny and it was going to be the punchline to a great joke i think that's about all we've got for you guys on this cool bonus episode but um, i hope you enjoyed it i hope you love learning about our new fun friend really quick yeah. i do think that the tea kettler does sound like something that hagrid would make students interact with in a care of magical creatures okay oh yeah absolutely if we're talking about like ilvermorny and american wizarding school <laughs> i think that absolutely the tea kettler is something that we come in contact with I just love the image of it running backwards with its little Just a backwards corgi wiggling its little stumpy tail and then whistling like a tea kettle. Coming at you. It's pretty great. Anyway, thanks for joining us today. It's been a lot of fun. I'm Alex. I'm Addison. And...
Hey. It's a bonus episode of Rule Stay safe out there. Oh, damn. Okay. Stay safe out there. <laughs> I am the decider. <laughs> <laughs>